Hey, welcome. This is Space Coast Eats, a delicious podcast broadcast right here on the Space Coast at Space Coast Podcast Studios. Hey, I'm Jesse, and with me is Darlene from Eat, Drink, Play Brevard. On this show, we discuss food, wine, events happening right here on the Space Coast. So we ask you to sit back, grab your favorite cocktail, and enjoy the show. Here we go. Darlene, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. How about yourself, Jesse? Yay. Hey, what a, what a week. We've had a great time. Um, I've seen you've been out and about. A little bit. Not as Get, much as normal. It's been a little bit of a quiet week. What do you think that is? Uh, I I is feel it, like it's getting quieter and quieter, the, and then we had the holidays. The so. quarantine setting in, I the, think. The Everybody's, quarantine, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yep. Well, I think, um, unfortunately, it's, been, it's kind of like a routine now uh the quarantine routine and it's just yeah. getting less and less exciting trying to do the most at home you yeah. know finish those puzzles read those books <laughs> binge watch netflix till you're blue in the face yeah and uh i think it's getting a little stale i think you know getting closer and closer to the end of april i think we're all very anxious yeah. to get out there go socialize and have some of our um favorite cocktails and food from from some of our famous uh and most popular faces and luckily for us in the studio yes why don't you give us our our special guest a nice warm uh, intro yes i would like to introduce dragon he is a local mixologist here in brevard county um he i I will definitely let him go into a little bit more detail about himself because you can tell him tell talk about himself better than himself (laughs) (laughs) not that he's bragging but definitely he can um explain uh what he uh is doing and what he has done and a little bit more about his background but um i am friends with his wife but i also know some of the things that he's done um here on the space coast and um, what his aspirations are and some of clearly some of his frustrations um, since the big C kind of took over um, everyone's lives here on the Space Coast and actually throughout the world. Um, so um, here he is. This is Dragon. And uh, just tell us a little bit about um, what's been going on and your background here locally. Well, I mean, uh, as everybody's uh, disappointed, uh, these uncertain times where we don't know what's going to turn tomorrow, what's going to give us tomorrow. Um, we all struggling to find a jobs and you know do something that you like to do, right? That right. you love to do and that you're making money and living off of it. Yeah, exactly. So, this is what I do. Exactly. I, and when I was talking to you, that's one thing you were talking about is that you had aspirations to teach people and and do cocktails and um, even potentially do like virtual cocktails where you can you can do cocktails online where people can maybe come online and you can teach them how to do cocktails at home while they're you know locked up in their houses and they're tired of drinking like beer and wine and maybe doing you know something super simple because they maybe don't know how to do some really cool cocktails so you're here today you're going to show us a couple a simple cocktail and maybe one maybe not so simple and we're going to share those recipes as well so you'll you'll get those after this episode but um, that's something that if you're interested in having uh, Dragon do for you we're also going to have his information so uh, you can utilize the services and you can connect with him directly to kind of figure out what that would look like for you guys but so you moved here um, years ago Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing since you've been on the Space Coast and a little bit about uh, your family, your background, and what you love to do in general. Yeah, you know, by having a, a child, 13-year-old boy, that mm-hmm. he doesn't ask for much, but you're yeah. always trying to entertain him in sure. a way what good father would do. Mm-hmm. So trying to do some fishing, trying to do uh, some cooking with him, maybe getting him involved in something like that, mm-hmm. which is, you know, we I come from Serbia, so... Over there, there was always a common thing that you, even as a as a young man, young boy, started learning how to make your favorite food from crepes and 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 pastas and mm-hmm. some kind of delicious desserts at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. But now it's more about how, how you can impress somebody or even yourself when you invent a new cocktail or or, yeah. or just repeat original with the fresh ingredients and you know it cannot be bad 
Right. <laughs> so do you enjoy creating new cocktails? So you don't oh. just use you know your traditional cocktails Definitely. that people order. You like to play with different ingredients you're, and you're create just new things. Trying to stay in a new age, uh, deploying a cocktail out for people. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of the the new ingredients that coming to United States at this point. Um, it's more of that Asian influence of of ginger and fresh ingredients, mm -hmm. maybe some some sake and all that uh, uh, stuff that it comes from from uh, even you have a lot of uh, Japanese whiskeys at this point mm -hmm. on, on our market. Oh, absolutely, but, yeah. the Japanese whiskeys. Yeah, so it was always um, something new for me to go and look forward to, because every day is something new out. Right, absolutely. So you, you do have to have a bar set up for a for a whole new age uh, uh, cocktailing. You cannot do that, but um, yeah, we try to follow. Yeah, absolutely. So, what what are your some of your favorite types of um, alcoholic beverages that you particularly like to work with? You know, I never. Are you like a bourbon or different? I'm a big fan of tequila. I have to tequila. Say. Oh. You know what they say about tequila, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> you know, did kidding. not have a chance to experience tequila <laughs> in Serbia the way that I was okay. experiencing it here because lime and tequila, it's a main ingredient. So oh, that's, that's okay. why it's so... That's why you like it. It blow, blow my brain <laughs> when I find out how good it is, you know, to, to yeah. have that combo. But I'm not a big drinker. I like to taste. I right. wish I can taste all of my drinks, but sometimes I do. Yeah. If bar allow that, I do. Okay, so do you like it when people come in and say, hey, surprise me with something, oh, or I like tequila, or I like bourbon, or I like these different types of alcohol, and just surprise me with something? Yeah, do you like it a, when they do that? Yeah, that's a wonderful what, a wonderful part of bartender job, when you know enough to go easy in confrontation right. with them about what they're going to have. Okay. So yeah. if she likes strawberry, I make her something with strawberry. strawberry. Even if it's going to be vodka that... She doesn't usually drink. Right. I think I can make it happen for her. That is so cool. So yeah. yeah. He gonna go for a bourbon, so. Right. I got a whole different story with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. I, well, I think both myself and uh, and Darlene's uh, better half, I guess, is uh, mm -hmm. our better our bourbon drinkers. We bourbon are drinkers. fans. Uh, we also are big fans of outdoor grilling, so uh, we get along pretty well yeah. and um yeah so for me at home I, you know i'm a manhattan guy i have you know some sweet vermouth and bitters at home and you know some garnish um we were actually drinking margaritas last night but unfortunately to source all the fresh ingredients because i i use both you know uh orange juice and lime juice in my margaritas and then also like to kick it off with like a little bit of uh, a sprite some some just add, Spark, yeah, yeah, mm. a little sparkle, not much, just just a little flavor, and of course, you know, a good, not just a triple sec, but a contro, and I see we have, we have that in the studio today, or a Grand Marnier, you know, nice mm. little orange liqueur, but to have all those features, it's kind of tough. So, mm -hmm. what, what did my wife do? She got the margarita in a bottle, <laughs> ah, there the margarita you go. mix, and it's good. You know, it's it's yeah. the Jose Cuervo 1800. It's yeah. a, it's an all included mix, uh, but I find just like some sour mixes just don't mm -hmm. agree with me. Yeah. I mean, I just like the a they're, simple they're syrup. They're too sweet. Is that is it because they're too yeah, sweet? Yeah, and it just yeah. you know just it's not a good sugar. It's a high fructose corn syrup or something mm. they use instead of just a good simple syrup, mm -hmm. lime juice. Like it's supposed to be really easy. Right. Okay, and I'm a big fan of like even like lime daiquiris mm -hmm. with rum, which is kind of you know it's it's, it's along the same lines, uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean I'd I'd rather just drink my tequila, just get a mm -hmm. good añejo and just sip it, at, you know, yeah, with a snifter. Exactly. The sweetness yeah. is something that is so important in every cocktail. Right. So how you gonna avoid all that extra sugar? Right. It's uh it's on you to you know use organic agave, you know. Yes, I. Or mm. or maple syrup. Right. Or honey. Honey, yeah. You find on a fresh market, you know, honey from a week ago, you have to have it, you know, because right. you can sweet your drinks with it and, and, you know, not have that headache after two or three or five. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know that for me, when I order a cocktail and I look at, you know, the specialty cocktails, it, you know, sometimes there's ingredients I don't know what they are. And I know probably bartenders and waiters and waitresses are really mm. tired of the question is, is this too sweet? 
because I know that that's one of the things I ask because I don't mm. always know what the ingredients are. Is this too sweet? And that's the one thing I ask. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So always. yeah. So yeah. it's so I'm glad I'm not the only one. And I know that a lot of times they think that girls want more of a sweet cocktail. Oh yeah, foo-foo. Yeah, foo-foo yeah. or too sweet. I want it to look pretty because right. you know you really want a pretty cocktail, right. but I don't want it to be soppy sweet. So I always ask that question. So what ingredients um, usually make a cocktail sweet? Are there, are there certain ones that- Definitely. Um, are, make a cocktail more sweeter than others mm -hmm. that you kind of need to look for? Um, yeah, definitely. Like a fresh pineapple is my favorite toy. I have to say. Okay, that's smart. It, it give it give a lot of sweetness. So if you let's say, not using a pineapple juice, which is the one in a little can, because you know when you open pineapple, you want to use it today. And right. sometimes pineapple in a bartender's fridge to stay for days. I gotta say, but right. you know it's just not a good ingredient. So when you have a fresh pineapple, you can actually. Uh, 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 sweet your cocktail enough with just a few slices of that. Okay, but so it's not overly the, sweet, it's just exactly. it's perfectly sweet versus perfectly sweet. a canned. And depends on the drink what, that you okay. make. You know, like a cachaça rum that we're gonna make a cocktail today with. Okay. Um, that's gonna be the one that you cannot, I, I cannot say that people don't enjoy cachaça clean or neat. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's just uh, rubbish and, and, and raw. Mm -hmm. If I gotta say, you sure. know, so it was such an interesting ingredient too mm -hmm. because I did not have a chance to experience that. Like maybe ten years ago, United States started having cachaça legally in America, and I tried it for the first time back on a cruise ship. And I work, uh, we have a lot of uh, Brazilian crew, so I had a had chance to drink cachaça with them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So hmm. you know, now having a chance to make a cocktail with that, it's heaven. Yeah. I don't even know what. Karasha? Kashasa. Kashasha? Yes. Is. Kashasa, yeah, is actually a cane, um, um, sugar cane rum from Brazil. Certainly, okay. Brazilian rum. Yeah. It's yeah. a long strip. Okay. Right. I mean, Bolivia and Peru, they call it pisco. All right. But it is a different uh, sugar cane uh, brands there that you make right. it there, but to make probably like 300 different cachasas or so. Well, I'm definitely interested in yes. trying that. I'm excited about that. So, you know, kind of getting back to the fruit, I, I noticed that, you know, one thing about, and this is probably a no-brainer for most people that are um, listening, but the difference in a maraschino cherry and then, um, like, the darker cherries that go into cocktails, that's definitely a big difference to me in the oh, sweetness. Oh, that's a, that's a great call. Yeah. You're making your Manhattans, and I see a lot of... Every bartender want to be special with his Manhattan. If you have it in the sleeve, you mm -hmm. have it. If you don't, you just can follow the recipe and everything simple like you do not have a hand for that. You don't right. have that shake. You'd add ice too early and things like that. It's so okay. important to, of course, put ice on the end, but the, the good shake for, let's say, uh, a, a perfect Manhattan with the muddled fruit, you do not want to use any sweeteners. Okay. Beside maraschino cherry that you said. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a great sweetness. It's Good just plenty know. enough. But if you're making for the ladies, you put a little bit of that same cherry syrup in it. <laughs> right. It's going to be a little bit sweeter. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, you put some fruit in it, like a orange slice or so. It mm -hmm. would be great drink. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, I can get, if I go to like a little dive bar by the water, mm -hmm. I want like a little bowl of maraschino cherries. Oh. I mean, I'll ask for that on the side. And we do have a, we do have a different kind of cherries. We're talking mm -hmm. about the dark aged cherries. Yes. The the regular, lighter color red cherry. Right. Mm -hmm. That's we all know. That's for uh, what's the kid drink with the sprite? Oh, the Shirley Lemon. Temple. Shirley Temple. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> it's my favorite yes. Cocktail. <laughs> I know because I know it's for a kid. Exactly. Exactly. So. So t tell us more about. Uh, where your passion came from. I mean, I think we, we started a little bit with that from, uh, you know, being around growing up in, in Serbia and finding ingredients and fresh ingredients. But what made you come over to the States and decide? I mean, were you were you always passionate about food or did you kind of get into it because it was just a job and a, and a means to an end? No, I've been in a school for, for you know, when I was 15. You okay. have to decide where and what you want to do. Right. So that was kind of easy pick on the beginning but I had the chance to be in the best uh, communist Yugoslavia hotels at the time. Wow. Where 
that was uh, such a honor to 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 be let's say you know hot <laughs> hotel manager or hotel director or whatever absolutely yeah so I, I honestly learned from the best remember working for the first time with 16 years old on a espresso machine and making cocktail for one of the famous soccer team that came and that's kind of getting love together with what I like and right. soccer and bars always stay in my blood <laughs> yeah we're gonna get into a little bit of soccer as well I actually um, have uh, been a big fan as well with uh, Orlando uh, City go Lions uh, but yeah we'll, we'll get into that passion because that's a whole nother Mm-hmm. discussion um so so yugoslavian hotels so now now you got a, a pedigree of an education mm-hmm. a pedigree of of now a resume yeah and then you come over to states and tell us tell us about some of your first jobs when you came over here um first job uh, was actually in sanford and that's orlando where Sanford, oh, I, yeah. I did not wow. know this. Cool. It was just, you know, honestly, yeah. at the time I was doing my uh, my legal paperwork, I did not have my papers, and I worked for Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. Croatian owned it, so he mm-hmm. was able to go around a little bit, and, you know, after I become, <laughs> after I got my papers, then I was able, easy to uh, go for, uh, you know. Can you get on the books hotel. more? Yeah, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Straight to Orlando to big hotels, and I worked for Delphin and Swan for oh, quite a oh, few years. Oh, the Swan! Oh my I goodness! Didn't, beautiful I didn't know property! That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. beautiful property! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I started as a on a banquet, and mm-hmm. hourly wage was great. And yeah, they liked me. They liked me a lot, so they offered me a, a good salary and everything. But mm-hmm. I was about to get married back in Serbia, and yeah. I kind of said no to the money, and I go with a. What you're supposed to do. And you went back home? Yeah. To Europe? Yeah. For how long? Two years, two and a half years. Wow. You must have really loved this woman. His wife is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. So, yes, he, he lucked out with that one. Well, so. well, I'm glad you were able to get her. And so now she mm-hmm. says, okay, well, you came back for me, so I will go with you back to America, follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. And so, so you made that sacrifice, too, to come over to the States. Absolutely. And she got naturalized. You both uh, citizens? We're still working on the papers. Okay. Well, it takes a little bit. You yeah. know, it's not, it's not the easiest process. But the important thing is that you're, you're, you're looking to fulfill that and, and, and becoming naturalized. So that's, that's perfect. Um, um, I, think, I think that's v- something that's very noble because I know it's not easy. America is one of the toughest countries to get citizenship with. So, uh, you know, for anybody that does that, um, you know, kudos to you because it's, it's, it, it's really easy to get away with without it, okay? But, it's, uh, but the people who do dedicate their, their time to it and re- are really passionate about becoming a citizen, I think, uh, you know, I commend you. So that's, that's, mm-hmm. be- that's brilliant. When you came over with the wife, now you're married. You came back over with the wife, and then where'd you go? Did you come back to Orlando? Um, I actually come back here because uh, it was a restaurant that I worked before. Mm-hmm. For there was a Cafe Margot in uh, in a Coco Village. Oh yeah, we all know Cafe Margot. I was uh, Alex was a big big uh, mm, how I can say he leave a mark on my career mm-hmm. if I can call a career because sure. you know it was just simple nothing more to 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 you gotta go forward with the, with the things that you you passion about and create something bigger mm-hmm. so right. yeah after after that i started working at a chef's table here in melbourne mm-hmm. florida in okay Fiera. yeah so and how long you such a how long have you been there um about half year okay perfect mm-hmm. okay yeah. um and so i guess it was around the time that you had your kid that you got married so it's been 13 years since you've been married, roughly? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you've been back in the States uh, since the kid was, what would you say, about two or three? That's a tough subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I was just coming in a way since we were lucky to have a season in Florida. Right. You were able to do those busy six, seven months. Yes. I and then kind of yeah. run home for three months. Right. And I did that quite a few times, so that kind of drained me. Oh yeah, you that's know, not money, easy. You know, you don't making money, you're spending on plane tickets and all that. Oh yeah. So it was a, but I gotta say, you know, is nothing that can stop you from what you love. And right. That's that's mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that's what it. That's what it's all about. You know, 
creating something more that mm. people are going to see your passion and they're going to relate to it mm. because they're going to know that they're going to have the best cocktail from you know mm. somebody who's passionate about that too. Yeah, yeah. and I, I've heard how passionate you are just in talking to you in the past, <laughs> how much you love doing what you're doing. And that's what I think is so important when it comes to making cocktails um, and, you know, in anything in the, you know, food, wine, restaurant industry, if you have mm. a passion for it, that's what makes the difference between, you know, anything that's corporate right. and, and not that you can't be in a corporate environment and still put out good passionate food so don't get me wrong when I say that but I think that when you're working for local on uh, your local chef or a local mixologist or anything like that you really do um, put out a better quality product just because there is more of a passion because you have more freedom to yeah. not put off something that's off of a corporate type of menu. You have you have just that flexibility. Yeah, I, I was so. going to say, having worked for both corporates and independents, mm -hmm. you're much more flexible. Absolutely. Um, you're not just uh, you know wearing their name tag and, right. and just branding them all the time. You mm -hmm. can actually brand yourself create your own like little legacy your own little right. you know kind of tribe of, of customers and consumers instead of just people who just know the brand recognition they're mm -hmm. going to come and, dr and drink off the menu but they most likely already know that they want if they go to olive garden they're going to you know enjoy one of those bellinis if they go to chart house they're going to enjoy you know so they already kind of have a, a, an idea right. of in mind whereas yeah if you open up your own bar or have you know uh uh are part of a team that that is local locally owned and so forth they really encourage that dynamic because right. you're the draw. You become right. the highlight, not the right. not the discounted, you know, uh, lobster raviolis <laughs> during right. lobster they fest. Want, they want your passion right. for what you do to help them build their business, right. and that helps them build their business. Yeah, not only that, but so your creativity is going to become part of their brand. So yeah, precisely. And if they know if they know better, they'll they'll keep you around and, sure. and so forth. But yeah, anybody can you know kind of look at the the corporate recipe and and add two parts to this one part mm -hmm. that and shake it and, and and pour with a garnish you know uh, corporate structure it's all about the the dollar amount you know it's not always about the ingredients it's not mm -hmm. always about getting creative it's it's we know that this drink costs us a dollar and we're going to charge ten dollars right. and we, we're making you know so much of a margin and that margin mm -hmm. goes to all this and and it's just it, you know it's very very difficult to right you know you're you you can't over pour at all you know if, if in fact you know you you, you they, they they are really brutal about uh you know all of your liquor costs and and mm -hmm. and how many you know even your garnishes and how long it takes for you to prep the garnish like everything is like very calculated mm -hmm. at a, um at an independent i think that that's the opportunity for someone to actually mm -hmm. kind of graduate you know uh not to take anything away from corporate because i did corporate and you actually get that discipline and you you get to learn the business mm -hmm. very regimented and mm -hmm. very calculated business and then when you do get behind a private bar uh, you can, again, you could take, Expand. you could take that knowledge, you know, cause I'll tell you what, some of the best bartenders are TGI Fridays cause they have the best training. TGI Fridays has its own competition and these people battle it out. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's really good. You know, I mean, you got, you know, a little more flair behind mm -hmm. the bar and, and, and these kind of things, but TGI Fridays bartenders can pretty much go anywhere and pour drinks. I mean, people mm -hmm. actually look for that on the resume. Uh, so not again, not to take anything away from, uh, the corporate world, but Right. Like you said, you know, again, there's cooks and then there's chefs mm -hmm. and, you know, there, again, there's there's all kinds of uh, parallels in, in different business models. Uh, but with with passion, you, you can't replace that. You can't yeah. train that. Right. You could train a recipe. You could train, you know, how to do side work. You could train some things. But passion is not trainable. Mm -hmm. uh, right. You either have it or you don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm super excited to try a cocktail. I think everybody is. I'm going to flip over to the... Um, the, the overhead food cam, or, or I should say bar cam. Uh, so there's all the ingredients. Uh, I'll tell you what, Dragon brought a lot, and we're getting to the, the, the uh, 20th minute here since uh, we started today's show. Um, at this time, I'd like to just welcome everybody who's hanging out with us. We see some people who are I like Melissa commenting. Rice's comment. Do you see Melissa Rice's comment? Did I? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to try and make the cocktail Dragon makes, but I decided on Tito's and soda while I wait. Very good. Um <laughs> <laughs> we, we we love we love all your inputs you know we really Absolutely. do so continue to uh ask uh questions again we have a premier mixologist right here in the studio so uh dragon is prepared to build some of his favorites for us and and yes we are going to taste test and I, my, and, uh, my daughter is tuned in there did you see my daughter up there alexandra mahoney oh is that her that is my daughter i yes, guess i should I just be drinking a cocktail that's so sweet oh bless her heart 
Uh, looks like Mike is having a Western Sun vodka with a beer back. Mmm, some red wine, crown apple from Bobby. Okay, looks like everybody's having a good time out there. Everybody's having a great time. And welcome we to have our not virtual, had a cocktail yet welcome here. Welcome to our virtual happy hour. <laughs> Can I take this off? Um, if you, yeah, if you need to. In fact, I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to exchange mine because mine have a longer reach. Oh, okay. So, So you put yours down and I'll hand you mine. All right, we're getting there. All right, it's about is that, to go, is that better? It's, it's about to go down. It's about yeah. to go down. It's about yeah. to go down. So, all right, so what are you going to make us? So, since we mentioned the cachaça rum on the beginning, I'm going to make a drink with that. I know many of you don't have a, a cachaça at home at this point, or maybe you do, but this is about $20, $22 bottle that you can just make and try such incredible, incredible uh, uh, spirit. And we're gonna make a first drink with uh, with uh, cachaça rum, famous caipirinha. Okay. I did actually uh, toast some pineapple, and just gonna you know make original drink, but we're gonna give them a little different garnish. Um, in this case, because it's a show for everyone, you don't have to do that. You just toast whatever you have and put in the cocktail. So okay. We're gonna squeeze. Actually, we're gonna muddle the lime at this at this cocktail because you want all that uh, uh, zest and bitterness from the skin. Oh, I cut the cable cord. Oh no! <laughs> 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 all right. So it's about. Uh, so you're just cutting in quarters. It looks like the limes that I have they're a little bit smaller, so I do do have a like uh, maybe on six. Show, show the camera. There you go. Okay. So, yeah, little wedges. Okay, perfect. Perfect for muddling. So, always muddle on dry because if you have a lot of liquid, a lime is running all over the shaker and you're not able to muddle the way you want it as much as you as you do it so fast if it's only the... the so, in this case, we're going to do, do three parts of cachaça. Hmm? Oh. What's that? I wasn't sure if that cord got cut. Oh. Also his last game. No, I think he was just having a good time. Okay. Oh. Oh, he's being silly. Gotcha. Okay, so that's a grilled pineapple going in there now after you muddled the uh, lime. Don't muddle uh, pineapple and lime together. Oh, don't muddle them together. Okay. Because you do not want to muddle pineapple too much. It's just going to give a f uh, uh, the... Sweetness and uh, and uh, and the smell. So, so just, just one press of each cube okay. that you put in it, almost. So they don't, you know, even using a straw. Do we do we even have a straw? <laughs> but I'm not sure if I have a straw. Oh yeah, no, we don't have a straw. That's so, okay. Um, since we put uh, one part of uh, Quattro. So what is this? Quattro is orange liqueur. But that's the sweetness that we're going to use in a way. Okay. So when you muddled it, you, you can do that in anything. You don't have to have anything special to muddle that in. You can do it in a regular glass and just... You can do, but be careful not to... Be careful, you it's just kind of, of... It's kind okay. of not that welcome to muddle it in anything okay. glass because it's always that, that little, how you say it, snap that cracked the glass. That cracks the glass, yeah. and that would be bad. So it's okay. always good to muddle it on the side in whatever metal or... Yeah. Okay. So after that, we're just gonna grab the ice. And thank you to Darlene for bringing some ice today for all of us. <laughs> I don't know if I brought enough, but. Well, you got you got the fancy we'll ice. I brought some fancy ice because yes. I didn't know if we wanted to talk about fancy ice. Sure. And all these ingredients uh, kill the COVID virus, right? So this is like. Because there's, <laughs> there's alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol, yes. This is this is this will sanitize your insides. All right. So, oh, he's, he's oh. Get, he's oh, getting the is, shake done. Yeah, this is this is where we're doing. What is this? This is a little Tom Cruise cocktail going the, on here. When you shake, don't shake too much. It's not really necessary because okay. you're using this ice. You're not putting in a martini glass. Okay. You are pouring with the ice. Oh, that looks awesome look at that so 
you said you like yours with a, like a little cut of, a, of a something that is going to be sparkly. You can do that if you want to sweeten, do the right. Sprite, if you want to just club soda, you can wake it up. But the way it is right now, it is. No, just, just, this is just the aroma is, is really pleasing right just now. Like, uh, the smell. And, you know, I just made this for enjoyment of, of that yes. pineapple kebab, and, and it's like so perfectly matched, in, in my opinion, though. Let's show everybody uh, at home. This cocktail, I'm going to take a picture of it. You can see the, the grill marks on the pineapple. The grill marks on the pineapple. You can see, you can see the, uh, the muddled lime in there and the shaken uh, pineapple. Looks amazing. That is Smells like absolutely delicious. perfect no, for summer. There's no sugar in it. Yes. There's no sugar. It Na looks perfect sweetened. for summer. Yeah, so we did have a simple syrup and agave. Uh, syrup to put in a drink. Right. You can do it if you like sweeter, but this is how refresh uh, fresh can be. So okay, um, just be careful on the lime. If you have a big juicy lime, don't use it too much. Okay. But if you have a tiny little limes, of course, just kind of measure okay. uh, for the muddling. How much juice do you have in it? Okay. And, you know, that's all always from one to other person who like more sour or or not. So okay, and this pineapple, you grilled it at home, but you can grill that on a grill pan on your stove. You don't have to take it outside and grill it on a grill grill, correct? That's what it, yeah, pineapple definitely changed the taste with a little bit of, you know, you just use a little grill uh, pan. Okay. That's what I did. And okay. I let it on a, you know, on a high heat and put pineapple to give the smoke, to okay. absorb the smoke from burning. And, but you know, it's a good point when you say grill pineapple. Right. I'm right. just like you, big fan of, of well, a you grill and a real fire. But this mm -hmm. was a, this was a, just a garnish for a drink. Right, right. You know? I think about that because as I've made real clear, I don't like to cook so much. So to make a cocktail like this, um, I I put stuff on our grill pan all the time, mm -hmm. um, and that is to me that's super easy to to do fresh pineapple on a grill pan. Yeah, even a George Foreman will give you yeah. you know that effect. Ooh, I have pan I have a panini grill. And a panini grill. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'd want to squash it, but yeah, you could definitely do it like that. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Oh, right. thank you so much. Look at look at you. You separated it for us. Let me just let you. All right. So now this. we got our portions now. So we'll do like a virtual cheers. Yeah. Virtual oh, cheers. Oh, we're yeah. we're still waiting. Yeah. Give me a sec. See. You can tell he wants it to be perfect. Oh, I know. He's, I he's I amazing. I love that. Someone who's who wants everything to be absolutely perfection. This is so. I'm so delighted. Okay. Cheers. Let's take, let's get the picture. <laughs> do it perfect. for the gram. We get to do it for the gram. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. To sterilizing our insides. Yes. Brazilian style. The very long quarantine. Mm. Well, quarantine, I should say. Yep. That is a. That means oh, my this approval. This is absolutely amazing. That this is delicious. Yeah, that's Thank nice. You. And we will be sharing this recipe for anyone that would like, like the details mm, versus, mm. yeah, they didn't follow along. So usually, I, I, I get my caprinas at the uh, Brazilian steakhouses. You know, like Texas State Brazil, we have one, uh, Stampa Gaucha in, um, in Melbourne here, and it's like one of my favorite things. Like I, I just, you know. But I, I tend to only get them at the Brazilian restaurants, you know, because mm -hmm. it's like part of the theme, right? Same thing, you know, you, you can't have a Taco Tuesday with a margarita as well, right? Right. So I'm kind of like one of those theme drinkers. Like mm -hmm. I go and enjoy what is offered, you right. know, like I, I, I normally don't have, have like... they got to have that ready. Yeah, normally I don't have the uh, a, a Sambuca unless, you know, I'm having, you know, I'm at like an Italian restaurant, you know, right. then, then I feel like, I, okay, now it's time for... A sambuca, you know, something traditional. And I know, um, you know, Chef's Table is right by one of my favorites, uh, Amici's, mm -hmm. favorite Italian cuisine. And, again, it's just one of those things. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm just – I just find that I'm a, I'm a theme kind of consumer. What do you guys – There's you guys definitely feel? certain certain types of cuisine that pairs mm -hmm. better with right. certain types of cocktails. Yeah. Which is clearly – the whole point and it brings back certain comforts and certain feelings it's, it's like when you have Memories, mexican yeah. yeah when you have mexican you have to have a margarita it, yeah. there's just something about the chips and the salsa paired with the tequila oh, yeah. now i'm all about you know fresh made margaritas i'm not right. big on the 
the mixes. The pre-made, and, yeah. and honestly, they give me a migraine. So I stay, I stay away from it. And it's probably because there's just too much sugar or mm-hmm. whatever. But um, you have to, I, for me, it's just there's something about just the combination. You, it just kind of have to have it. And then when I have Italian, I'm going to have a red wine. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. Chianti. Yeah, and a limoncello. If I can get a yes. limoncello with it. Lemoncellos are great happy. digestive. Yes, I love yeah, it. We're going to show uh, regarding aperitifs and digestives. I think it's a lost um, kind of uh, appreciation of mm-hmm. some of these lesser known cocktails because there's right. some like a Drambuie. Like no one, you know, Grand Marnier. I mean, there's so many like different things that, that if you course a meal properly, you can course with different liqueurs throughout mm-hmm. the whole. Uh, you know, w- w- with with pairing with meats and, and vegetables, right? Right. You know, it doesn't have to always be like a wine pairing. Right. You know? No, absolutely. Beer pairing is becoming yeah. very popular, and I and I and, and, and I'm telling you, a good a good uh, digestive really mm-hmm. tops off. I mean, you replace it for dessert. You know, some right. people just go for the traditional cake or key lime pie here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's some very nice uh, cocktails that you can enjoy j- that are that do the kind of the oh, similar thing. After, after dinner cocktails, yeah. it's it's honestly it's my favorite thing because mm-hmm. it does involve uh, dairy. I mean, whipped cream and espresso. So espresso is, uh, I gotta say, my. Mm. Your pineapple is, that, is, is that, really good. It's, it's gonna take a different direction, but then you straight it back with the with the wheel. <laughs> like I want to be in that glass, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it is really good. It's a really good so, pineapple. So, um, mm-hmm. what are we talk about? I'm sorry. The uh, dessert. Dessert. Uh, yes, cocktails. dessert cocktails. So yes. Being having a chance to to brew uh, a short. Uh, one single shot of espresso and mm. involved in your uh, cocktail. Doesn't I mean it's going to be espresso martini, mm-hmm. but what kind? Mm-hmm. So many options, so mm-hmm. many wonderful options for people to. Um, one of my favorite was the the South American espresso liqueur. It was vanilla vodka. It was a spoon of whipped cream, um, shot of espresso, no sweetener. Mm-hmm. After that, after I shake the cocktail, I put in a, in a, in a martini glass. It was a toasted almond on the top. Oh, the thing is, this is almost just the, the cake with no with no added sugar. Yeah, <laughs> just you don't need anything. Right, you don't need anything with that. So so many options with that, with so many different cordials that you can involve from right. from Bailey's and you know macadamia liquor, all kind of liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the pretty good um, whiskey hazelnut from United States. In ABC promotion and didn't buy it. Oh, mm. and I, I wish I did, but I have so much liquor at home and I don't even drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sure. Well, had, you got to refine your craft. You got to know your products, right? True. I had a uh, espresso tequila shot one time. Ooh. I was up for like 24 hours. I'm not even kidding you. Was that the Cafe Patron? I honestly, I think so. Probably, yeah. I think it's it was a, a Patron one. product. Yeah. Yeah. It was at a Mexican restaurant, and it was on a whim and i was like oh for days mm-hmm. it was delicious right. but i will never do it again because it <laughs> literally 24 hours i could not sleep i was jittery but it was but really you, good yeah. you you should uh, know how um the the, the percentage mm-hmm. of alcohol in your drink is in a way so important because if you're using control mm-hmm. you're getting 40 percent uh alcohol in a, in a, in a, in your cocktail Mm-hmm. If you're using triple sec, mm-hmm. it's only a 15% of alcohol, 30 proof, which is is going to be almost the same flavor drink, but it's not going to be. It's not going to have that zest that is so needed for a good cocktail. Because we uh, honestly, we kept this cocktail in a glass for mm-hmm. about two minutes before I share it, and it did absorb a lot of ice water, mm-hmm. and it diluted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes when you're making Manhattans, you want to shake your cocktail, mm-hmm. cool it off, Mm-hmm. and pour over the ice and slow down the melting process, which mm-hmm. is mean longer cocktail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everybody want long cocktail, but even if it's a short cocktail, it's going to be same flavor from the moment you sip till mm-hmm. maybe 20th, 25th minute of your drink. It's right. going to be the same. So mm-hmm. that's why it's important to know uh, how much dilution you can, how, how you say, diluted, diluted water in, a, right. in, a, in your drink. 
Exactly. Sorry, my English, okay? No, no, you're great. No, yeah, it's, it's been terrific. Yeah. Um, but, but on that note, we're going to go to a quick break. Okay. Uh, we're going to reset the bar and get prepared for a uh, second cocktail you have prepared for us, right? Yep. And okay. when we come back, don't, don't, uh, don't go anywhere because we will come back with Darlene, special segment. So stay put. Don't go anywhere. And I have my music. That's right. That's Woo-hoo. right. Listening to Space Coast Podcast, home of the greatest podcasts on the Space Coast. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show, email us at spacecoastpodcast at hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard. Are you in the market for a new home? Perhaps you need to sell your old home and downsize or relocate. Hey there, my name is Jesse Hall with EXP Realty, and I offer professional real estate services right here on the Space Coast. Give me a call, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Again, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Buy, sell, invest with the best. Find out more at 321-BuySellInvest.com. Join us for the fresh, new, for your best self podcast with Drs. Anita Saluja and Rebecca Novo of Dermatology Plus Plastic Surgery. We will reveal the facts about techniques, trends, products, and procedures to be your best self. The first and only podcast combining the synergy of aesthetic dermatology plus plastic surgery. Search for your best self on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And here we are. Oh, thank you. So that's so again. We're just getting situated, resetting our uh, studio here for a second uh, cocktail that uh, our great guest Dragon has prepared for us today. So thank you so much for all those tuning in. Thank you as well for enjoying this little uh, happy hour or virtual happy hour from this studio on this episode of Space Coast Eats podcast. Uh, again, we wouldn't be too. Uh, we wouldn't be too upset if, if you shared this stream uh, or give us a like or uh, in many ways you could help us out, like uh, going to Apple Podcasts, giving us a, a subscribe at Space Coast Podcast Network. That way you don't miss a show. Uh, all those little ways really help us out, get the message out, because, again, we, all, we are uh, just uh, thrilled to bring to you food, dining, and entertainment from here, right here on the Space Coast. So now it's time. And I'm going to try to go ahead and get this uh, executed real quickly here. Here we go. There's the, the theme music. And this week's Eats with Darlene from EatDrinkPlayBrevard.com. I hope everybody is my... Is it working? You're good. Oh, okay. It didn't sound like it was working. I hope everybody loved my fun, bouncy theme music. I just thought it was super fun. So, um, yes, thank you for joining me for this week's Eats with Darlene. That's me, eatdrinkplaybrevard.com. That's me, too. <laughs> so, check out some of um, this week's Eats on my Instagram, my blog, and uh, my Facebook page as well. Uh, not a lot going on this week, unfortunately. We had Easter weekend, um, and then a little bit going on here and there. But it's the you know we talked a little bit earlier. The quarantine is definitely getting uh, to me a little bit. I live in the southern part of Brevard, where uh, there's not 
a lot open as much anymore. I live a little bit closer to downtown Melbourne where it's really quiet. So for me to find a lot of local eats, it's um, a little bit more difficult. Uh, so what I did do this week, I just want to talk about, um, I'm finding it a little bit more comfortable going to some places like Green Turtle. Um, so this week I did get some of my Easter eats from Green Turtle. I called, I placed my order, and you can pull right up, and they deliver it. You can find some of their stuff online. But I did find this out. So anybody that goes online, finds some of their items, anything that you've ever bought in their store is still available to order. All you do is call. It's super personalized service, and you just say, hey, I've always bought XYZ in your store. There are candies, there are specialty items. If you've ever bought butter, eggs, anything like that there that you really like, tell them they'll put it in your car and they'll deliver it in the front part you drive right up they drop it off or you can go inside they have the splash guards uh, whatever you're really comfortable with so you can always do that at the green turtle and so I have done that this week and I've gotten um, something that I had for Easter and it was talking of speaking of pineapple mind you it was a pineapple upside down brown sugar cake and it was it's good for breakfast. It sounds delicious. And I'm, it's because I've eaten it for breakfast. And I've eaten it for lunch. And yes, and it's absolutely delicious. So I did get that at, um, oh, I am absolutely embarrassed now. I did not get that there. I got Chocolate Earthquake there, Whoa. which was really good, too. Yeah. At Fresh Market, I got the pineapple cake. So I do... I do apologize for that. So I did make it to a fresh market as well. So in mm -hmm. getting some of my Easter stuff and then just general, you know, grocery shopping, I've gone to some of the smaller local markets and found some really good deals and some different things over the last couple of weeks. Um, but some of the local eats mm -hmm. that I did find is I know that I shared the local Philly place. Um, yes. near, amazing. Yeah, near my house. And then I had heard, actually, when I was getting my hair cut a couple weeks ago, all the girls in the salon, I'm talking all the girls in the salon, did nothing but talk about straight out of Philly. Mm -hmm. And so I did go up there yesterday. I, I, I had to go run a very specific errand, and I was out there, and I was what you would call hangry. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, now you're talking about the original location in Rockledge? Yes. Okay. Okay, so... No, this is on US One, the straight out of Philly. I think it's the only location. Well, they just opened a new one on Beachside. Oh, down, down by the shore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Anyway, so I it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. I had not eaten anything. Oh, darling. And by four o'clock, <laughs> I was literally. I'm sure I get that. I way. mean, you get close to me when I'm that hungry, and I will be mean. Yeah. I get literally angry. So I ran in there, placed an order, and it took a few minutes because they were really quite busy with just people that were pulling up and they were coming out mm -hmm. and delivering. So they clearly had a long laundry list ahead of me. I was starting to go in my car because mm -hmm. I was so hungry. So I was super excited when I got it. It was very good. But mm -hmm. the sandwich was good, but I got some a slice of cake uh, to share. Their cakes are amazing, yeah. Oh my God, I had yeah. no idea. It was like a chocolate fudge cake with cheesecake? Yeah, yeah, that's their, their famous Philly cheesecake. Are you for real? Fudge. Yeah, it was, it's, it's decadent. It was delicious. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. So there you go. How, there, do, you, how do you enjoy your Philly cheesesteak? I'm a kind of a plain Janer. I okay. just want the meat and the cheese. Okay. And maybe some onion, but I don't want a whole Grilled lot of stuff. Onion? Yes. Okay. Cooked. And what kind of cheese? Provolone. Provolone, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's the traditional way, am I correct? Uh, Isn't that the way they eat it in Philly? You, who, can, who can prove it? Yeah, exactly. Um, funny thing about, I mean, that, that's that. <laughs> cheesesteaks is such a heated topic sometimes because there are so many inter interpretations. Like, no, it right. has to have whiz. No, it has a pro provolone. No, it's American. No, it's this. Um, you know, it's ribeye. It's this kind of meat. You know, there, there's so many interpretations. There are people who are just like, just really passionate about their right. interpretation that there's no other like there can't have multiple ways to exist they're like oh well that's kind of like what a philly cheesesteak is but it's really it's a frankenstein version it's not mm -hmm. really the, you know what, what it is and it's like you know it's, it's such a 
it's like pizza. It's like one of those recipes that just gets out into so many different segments of society and people have their own interpretation from right. what they know, what ingredients they have and, and what's available and, you know, and, and their own taste preference. So it's really hard to say this is it. I mean, again, I could, I, I could cause a whole kinds of kinds of controversy saying, well, it's, you know, it's, it's this kind of meat with this kind of cheese and this kind of bread. Uh, but you'll never get, you'll never be right. You'll never be right. It's meat and cheese in between bread. It can't be bad. I mean, but bread, bread is a tricky part. Yeah. But, but again, the, 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 the getting the bread, Straight out of Philly, they pride themselves on getting the par baked bread from Philadelphia, yeah. like overnight, yeah. like yeah. all the time, and that's a big that's a big thing. And I mean, yeah. and there's some people who like pizza places will, that will import their water because water oh, bagel is bagel so, places do that. exactly. So mm-hmm. they'll import the like like a tank of water, right. and they're just importing water from up there. You know, uh, every, people try to duplicate what what happens up there because you know, let's admit, you know, nothing's better than a New York bagel, a New York slice of pizza, right. or a Philly cheesecake. You know, from Philadelphia, you, you, you know, you, you almost have to be in that element in order to, you know, and I think it's a little bit of everything. It's the culture. It's the, you know, it, it, you're in a, a, a fast paced culture, a fast paced society. So that that food that you could eat on the go, like a slice of pizza or like you know, mm-hmm. like a like a cheesesteak, um, it just goes along with what's going on. You know, that's the whole vibe. You know, right. so you have a culture uh, that's that's kind of built around and or a, 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 a form of food that's built around the culture. Right, right. And I did put that out there. I asked, you know, on my Instagram, you know, where do you get your best Philly cheesesteaks in mm. Brevard on the Space Coast? It's such a Cause, heated. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm ready to, I, I would love to hear because I loved both, lo- I be- loved both that I've been to. Right. And I would like to hear where there's more locations because it's such a great little sandwich. Oh, yeah. I, I, we can do a smackdown. I want to know where the best ones well, are. We so could, let's could, hear about we it. We can pull some of our uh, listeners now yeah. as we're live. I'd like to see what, where you guys go for your Philly cheesesteaks. But listen, I, I want to stay on topic because we're, we're, yes. we're only about 10 minutes away. Um, and, uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. Was, was that the, was no, that the let's, let's, end of your segment? Yeah, I'm done. We're okay. done. Um, so yeah. So thank you, Darlene, for, um, Offering that, I, we, and we didn't even get into like Easter. No. Like we just like we're, we're gonna have to like skip over that. Yeah. Because uh, I guess it's not too big of a food holiday. Even though I had traditional ham, I had the Wasi's uh, Italian uh, meat pie, which was epic. I think mm-hmm. I just finished it the other day. Uh, it fed it fed my wife and I like eight meals. It's, like, it's like, good for you. Oh, it's so good. So uh, so we we enjoyed that. Um, and again, you know, we have jelly beans up and down and peanut butter eggs you know Reese's peanut butter eggs you know in our fridge so mm-hmm. we do indulge in candy we qu- we have quite the sweet tooth you know it wouldn't be Easter without the Reese's peanut butter you, eggs. you know you know and, and I'm still remiss I have yet to get my Cadbury egg I always try to get at least one me either yeah. I always have the Cadbury they're like my favorite my kids I think thought they were gross but I would eat I would buy them and then eat theirs I'm pretty yeah. sure but yeah I love do, what's your favorite Easter candy do you have one no. How, what no. about your kids? I know your kid has no. a favorite. I mean, we always make the, the desserts that is back in uh, back from home from Serbia. Oh, uh, okay. So it's always something that we have there. Okay, so tradition. Not, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't even consider here as a mm-hmm. you know Easter dessert or not. But okay, usually something with nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I I'm just I had deviled eggs. Deviled eggs okay. screams Easter to me. Cool. And that's probably the only time I really have them. Maybe Fourth of July. Yeah, it seems like a summery kind of thing. Yeah. But Easter, you have to have, you know. Yeah. Well, anything eggs. anything egg, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you're not going to eat a rabbit. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> Maybe some people do. No. <laughs> hey, it's 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 it's. It's uh, part of the holiday, right? You know, you gotta have an Easter. Unless it's a chocolate one. Exactly. Nobody minds eating the ears off a chocolate bunny. Uh, (laughs) By the way, if you if you get somebody a hollow Easter bunny, shame on you. That's such a disappointment. (laughs) Like you go into like think you're just gonna get like all this chocolate in your mouth, and it's like it's like kind of air, and it's. It's just not good. It's just get, get a solid bunny, please. Unless it's, unless it's a Godiva, unless it's high quality chocolate. At least you're, you know. I guess, or but if it's high quality chocolate, just get a smaller one that's solid go. instead there of like, you, you know, because you're you're a kid and you have this big chocolate and it, and it and it's so awkward to like peel away the chocolate and it's I, don't know, I feel like it's like a, a an inferior chocolate. It's like waxy because it's 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 right. to fit a mold like. Je- I don't know. Jesse just, doesn't have children. I'm just not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big enough kid for for uh, my family as as it is. All right, so 
Uh, we're we're kind of counting down the last few minutes. Okay. And we have one more cocktail, and yeah. I'm already looking at this really cool garnish. So, uh, take take it away, Dragon. This time it's gonna be again a, a lime cocktail, but we're gonna make a very popular drink these days all over the place. But again, you have to use fresh ingredients. People have to understand that putting a fresh jalapeno pepper and, and fresh mint in the drink is just a winning combo. So let me just grab a He's getting the ice. Oh, you're looking for the pepper? Yeah, it was right there. Uh-oh. Okay. A hopping jalapeno? Yeah. Oh. Hopping off the table? Jalapeno is one of my favorite ingredients in a drink. Again, it's very tricky. So yeah. when you Unless it has too many tip seeds. Off, tip came, is always, like, he lies. Tip lies. The, the tip yeah. lies? Yeah. <laughs> so, depends how, hung, how spicy you like your drink. Right. I would do just two slices of jalapeno, not from the middle, but maybe a little bit more on the top. So you muddle that, again, not too much, just do, press. Do you take the seeds out of, out of the jalapeno? And that part of the pepper, you don't even have it, but you don't have okay. to take the seeds, no. Okay. Oh, wow, okay. So, so two slices muddled. Yeah, not too much. The pe if you want it spicy, you muddle it. You can over muddle. Oh, you, you, so you can make it more spicy by muddling, by muddling it more. more. Oh, see. Yeah. You, re you release more of the effects. Exactly. Nice. We're gonna put. So learning all kinds of things I, here. Today. Yeah, I had no idea about that. Like if you if you just put the slices uh, in a cocktail, it mm -hmm. would have a smell. Right. I, I don't think it would be spicy. So we're making a margarita, so it's a lot of lime involved. So this is a house-made margarita. House-made margarita. A house-made jalapeno margarita. With fresh cilantro also. Fresh cilantro, again, any, the, these are all things you could find here easily in Florida. Right, I mean, right. you know, most of your neighbors probably have a lime tree. Uh, jalapenos are just about every market. That's that's easy to find. Uh, cilantro, most people in a, in, that have an herb garden probably have a basil, cilantro, parsley growing. Yeah. So again, these are all things that you could find around the house just about. Okay, now you're busting out the agave, agave. nectar. Mm -hmm. Agave nectar for sweetness. Yummy, yummy. I, again, I don't put too much. Right. So I didn't measure. I know I was and short. And then what, what's in your hand now? It's a tequila with the worm inside. I see. It's a mezcal. It got the worm and everything in here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I love mask because that's got a little bit of a smoky. Yeah, that's Correct. exactly yes. what it's okay. all about. That's, that's the difference between that and a regular tequila is they the smoke They burn the agave before mm. they muddle. That's a, that's a reposado. You got the accent on that. Yeah, yeah. I used to, uh, when I bartended, we actually would do a lot of background uh, training, mm -hmm. learn how each liquor is made and, and what it's made from. And again, the agave is a cactus. If people don't know, the blue agave is the, the, the finer of, of the agave plants. And so when you find 100% blue agave, mm -hmm. you know, you're, 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 you're having some of the best. There you go. Now, this says 100% agave, but not blue agave. And again, the, you know, you, got, you want to make sure that it, it is from, um, there's, there's a couple of big regions in, in, in Mexico where the agave is grown. Um, so let me just. One thing. I know we have to rush kind of, right? No, 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 no rush. Yeah, no, you're we're, fine. You're we are fine. so relaxed right now. Yeah. yeah you, you know, no, you're no, relaxed. No stress. Okay. All right. So no. he, what is, oh, that's ice. a so rum. This is, this is just going to be a little, uh, little garnish on top also. He's got the garnish. Man, we, you know, Dragon's spoiling us today. Um, yes, it's going sure. It's going to be really hard to have somebody come in here and, 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 and top what he's doing for us. Uh, really enjoy this. So you're putting tequila and rum in the same? Mm, I'm going to use the rum only for uh, decoration. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. This is a this is definitely a twist here going the, on here. The plot so I thickens. Saw, I saw a few comments about the uh, vodka. They didn't want to wait for a drink to be made. And somebody made vodka. Yes. So maybe some more ice for a better looking cocktail. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. 
So that. Oh, look at that. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna take. Yeah, a get a picture of that. Oh, I think I think I see it. Is it on? Yeah. Yep. I'm actually gonna get a video of this. So it's spicy, cilantro, sweet. We can use the salt if people prefer salt on a margarita like that. This drink is on fire. Look at it. Look at that rum burning. Like it's, literally. It's, it's hard to see because it's not exactly dark in here. But yeah, it's 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 got a little flame right on top of the the half lime that he filled with. Was that a 151? Yeah. Rum. Okay. So he lit the 151, and it's still burning. I still see it burning. It's that really is. That's like a little sunflower. That is perfect. I love it for Thank summer. You. That is that I could definitely see sitting out by the pool. So if you had a straw on the side, you can actually put that rum inside the drink. Okay. Yes. All right. Now he now he dips it after he burns it off. Oh my goodness. Let me just show the camera. There um, you go. Look at just look at that garnish. How That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Super awesome. And you can see the whole cilantro in there. Oh my goodness. Yes, we are definitely gonna share that. Let's get some let's get some thumbs up if you enjoyed what uh, Dragon has done for us today here on Facebook Live. For all those listening after the fact, uh, thanks for, for tuning in to another uh, Space Coast Eats episode. Uh, remember we do go live Thursdays, uh, about five o'clock. You know, we try to get we try to get there. We'll just call it five ish. You know, we try to go live about five-ish on Thursdays, uh, and uh, and you can be part of the conversation. You can see us uh, doing the behind-the-scenes uh, here as we record from the studio. So, yeah, thank you for uh, tuning in live for all those on Facebook. And, of course, uh, we'd love to see all of your input and engagement. We really do. All right. Absolutely. So it looks like our beverages have been portioned out. Yes. So I guess let's raise a glass. Raise a glass. Toast, salute, cheers. Slancha. Cheers. Thank mm. you so much. This looks amazing. Wow. Yeah. That is oh, tasty. Thank you. Not too sweet. Oh my gosh. I this is one of my favorite drinks ever. I could already tell this is gonna be much easier on my stomach. No no gut rot from the commercialized <laughs> sweet and sour. You know, sweet and sour uh, sour when I see it come out of a gun or something less you know, if you're if you're not if you're not making a fresh uh, sweet and sour it's not that hard it's just fresh fresh uh, citrus and and some simple syrup you got simple sweetener well organized with all well organized with all ingredients mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to be able to pull all these different drinks so mm. if i don't have a fresh ginger you know uh. i will i will you know make my syrup that i'm gonna have for yeah. 10 days or something like that but jesse he literally so good. he literally made this in like five minutes Oh, yeah, yeah and, and not with a lot of ingredients. I no. Mean, if, if and I want this, like, in a bucket to go. I know. Get to work. Let's go. I know. <laughs> no, you want to make a longer drink? You do can <clears throat> add more, more uh, maybe something uh, less uh, uh, sweet, like a... No, mm. this is perfect. You know, tangerine I mean, juice or something. Uh, it's such a good balance. Thank you. You know, there's that heat, but it's not an overly heat. Yeah. There's that little rum, but it's not an overwhelming <laughs> rum. It's a no. smoky tequila, the mezcal. But it's not overly smoky. Like, everything no, is just so balanced. This is perfectly balanced. This is oh. one of my favorite drinks I've ever had. Sir, I mean, I'm not even kidding you. So, so we're going to end the podcast here and uh, continue drinking. Uh, <laughs> Toodles. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yes. I'd be remiss to, uh, to if, if I didn't mention that. Uh, Islands Fish Grill. Yes. Uh, they're doing their Fresh Fish Friday tomorrow. Fresh Fish Friday. The fishermen are going out and getting uh, what they said, uh, sheep's head. Freshly caught sheep's head mm -hmm. and also a mangrove snapper. Uh, you go to islandsfishgrill.net uh, and uh, order from there or go to their Facebook page. Give them a call. Uh, they're available. They're taking orders, and it's, it's very reasonable priced. Uh, again, curbside takeout from Islands Fish Grill on their Fresh Fish Friday. Get out there. Go enjoy that. Also, uh, anything coming up this week that we want to mention? I'm trying to think. Um, not Nothing that I prepared. can think of. Uh, and I think we may, do we have enough ice for one more cocktail? I think we're going to go to Instagram yeah, we can, we can. and uh, mm -hmm. paste a recipe and another cocktail for like, you know, extra credit bonus points. So if mm -hmm. you guys want to head over there, uh, you can find us uh, space underscore uh, coast underscore eats mm -hmm. and uh, and find us there for an extra bonus recipe. So yes, and I'll, and I'll post there. it on Facebook as well. Cool. 
And if anyone's interested in doing any virtual cocktail training, um, I'll get in touch with us. We can get you Dragon's information and um, you can get in touch with him specifically and get details on how you can make that happen. You could even do like a little cocktail virtual party of some sort if you wanted to do that. So there's oh, all kinds that. of yeah. all kinds of things that you can do while you're sitting at your home in your pajamas and you've already watched Tiger King and now there's nothing left. <laughs> Well, make so. sure you binge watch Ozark. I'm watching it a second time because that third season was so good. The third season is crazy. It's so good. Yes, uh, it's very it. good. All right, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk Netflix <laughs> binging another episode. Thank you, Dragon. <laughs> Thank yes. you, guys. If you, Thank if you. you Thank uh, you for coming. When, I when, every, it. when everything comes correct, find him at the chef's table, and yeah. uh, and certainly available for private parties. Amici's and, bar also. And Amici's. Okay, yes. perfect. So with that, you want to sign us off, Darlene? Yes. Everybody have a great week. Get some good eats. Go online. Find out who is open. There's so many amazing meal kits. There's food to go. There's, you know, counter service to go. There's all kinds of options out there. Take advantage of them if you have the opportunity to do that. Support your local restaurants um, and have a great week.